Love. Tuesday's Lori and Julia here at MyTalk 107.1. We're streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We're also on the MyTalk app or everywhere you want to be. Maybe we'll be talking about jock straps this hour. Maybe we won't. I don't know. Remember when Britney Spears' boyfriend about a month ago was running around Los Angeles with a nut cup on his face? Yes, he was. Yes. I don't know what he was trying to accomplish with that. He didn't have a face a mask. mask yet. He didn't have a face mask. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe got that hot tip from MacGyver. I don't know. Let's uh, let's have a show. <laughs> yeah, let's have a show. Okay, so uh, there was some royal news happening over the weekend. I saw this on, um, I think it was CBS Sunday Morning yesterday, or one of the news shows, and it was uh, Prince William is um, doing something It's about mental health, you yes. know, the, the thing that he has. It's a documentary about football and mental health, and it's being released um, today across the pond. And one of the morning shows had a clip from him, and it was about how having children triggered his grief about his mom all over again. Oh. And uh, he said, I think when you have something that traumatic that happens to you. Because remember, he was 14 and Harry was 12. Right. Oh. Or maybe they were 13 I and 11. Like maybe, yeah. It's and, right in there. Right in there. And he said, and he said the emotion just came back and it was just something that really, um, really hit me like a ton of bricks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of, you know, it's like he just said it brought back all the grief about his mom. And the, then he talked about, you know, that we just have to talk about it. And that's something that guys don't talk about their grief. And, you know, Harry has talked about. Well, when they that. both started that initiative together, the brothers, yes. um, you know, talking about I thought it was really cool because it isn't something that young men usually will talk about. Right. You know, so I think I thought that was right. That's and then, cool. And then the countdown to I, I what hope are we the counting down to? is ready for this because starting tomorrow. Oh, dear. Filthy Rich, the Jeffrey Epstein docuseries is on Netflix. And I don't know if we're going to watch it all in one sitting. It might be too much for us, but it's uh, how many hours is it? Uh, it's either six or eight. I, it's pretty lengthy. It is. Yeah. And um and Town and Country had a preview of what we're gonna get on Prince uh Andrew and uh there's a lot of women who are going to be on record about what an absolute pig he was and um and how these same women were just trafficked over and over and over and um So it's kind of weird because Netflix has a way of putting on blast a story that we thought we knew. Okay. So we're going to find out a lot of things. And if the people working for the British royal family know what they're doing, they better be keeping a close eye on this because they should be ready for it to blow up because they're going to be hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people watching someone on camera giving an account Describing the time he saw Prince Andrew of England with his fat fingers all over yes. an underage girl. Yes. And uh, this is the prince they've spent decades trying to protect. Yes. So they don't protect other people in the family, but they do protect him. So it'll be very interesting to see what happens, you know, across the pond and with the coverage. And I don't even know if they, if, uh, the people that work for the British royal family understand just like what this is going to do to hear from in people's own words. Cause 
yeah, there was that BBC document or you know interview with him, yeah. but that's not millions of it's people. It's not Netflix. It. Yeah. So what this is gonna be is it's gonna be um it comes out like you said, Lori, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It manages to Is both it eight episodes? Four. Four, okay. It's a four part series. Um is it manages to be both essential viewing yet extremely difficult mm-hmm. to watch. And as a um they say as a viewer, you know, there's an unspoken question to ask yourself before watching it. What do I hope to gain? Mm-hmm. That's one tough one with a documentary like this, which is basically a lengthy description of unpunished grossness. Ultimately, though, the answer is this, to give Epstein's victims a chance to be heard. That's right. This and is a platform for them. Where's Ghislaine Maxwell and why hasn't she been charged? You're going to find out people. probably everything in this thing. They don't know where she is. Other oh. than that one stage photo op she right. did in L.A. like a few months ago, they don't know where she is. Remember, her dad was one of the biggest newspaper magnets in England. Yes. Mm-hmm. And who knows what kind of blackmail she has on people. Yeah. That she's able to be. Anyway, so that the, the countdown uh, is happening on that. Um, this headline made me laugh. Duchess Kate feels exhausted and trapped. She's working as hard as a top CEO now that Harry and Meghan are gone. It's like, no, honey, we're all feeling trapped and exhausted. That's the corona. But I I would say, I said this a long time ago about them, that I would be mad at my brother. But nobody's going on doing any appearances, so this doesn't make any sense. No, it's Zoom appearances. I know, Lori. I totally know. I get it. I get it. Yeah, it's like... It's just a headline to add in today. Yeah, well... It just was one for It was from Tatler. They had it. That that, damn Tatler. I know it, and... It sounds uh, like a naughty magazine. No. It's like secrets. It's not. And then the other story that's coming out is that Prince Harry was the driving force behind leaving the royal family, not Meghan. He wanted to get out. This is what we're going to learn in the book, Finding Freedom. Right. That he was the driving force to leave the royal family, and he hates the term Mexit. But who wouldn't? Well, because... It puts it was, all the blame on her. The reality is, is that he wanted to leave, and it had been coming for a long, long sure. time. He hated the royal Rhoda system and had wanted to have that change even before he met uh, Megan. Megan. And then, um, you know, so that's one of the things that we're going to find out in the book, that it was Harry who's like wanted to leave and it wasn't Megan saying that. And you think, and you think that's true? Well, it's the book they cooperated with, with well, Omid Scobie. Of course, but it's their... It's their words. Why would they lie about it? I mean, you know... I'm just asking from another side, another point of view. Well, I mean, this is, when you tell your story, I mean, it's you just have to take it at at Lance faith. Armstrong told this story, and he kept lying. I'm well, just wondering, what's the truth? Julia, you cannot be comparing Lance Armstrong <laughs> to Harry and Meghan. My God. I, did you I, fall out of the boat and hit your head hard I on the water? Did. I did. Did you fall out of the boat? No, oh. but no. <laughs> oh, no, there But is. people Sorry. trying to do wakeboard flips got hit hard on their heads in the water. Jeez. Yeah. No, All I right. did not fall out. All right, good. Did you get in the water? I didn't get in the water. I was on top of the water. Which means? I was in a boat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was in a boat. 
No, I didn't. But the kids were in the water. All right. Yeah. Well, a little chilly. Nice. Little no, chilly. No, once they got it was perfect. Yeah, that's always the way it is. I know. Always. You'll get used to it. You were out there Memorial Day weekends. You know that. I do know that. You know that. All right, listen, we'll be right back with Random Thoughts. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, so for all of our um, J.K. Rowling fans of Harry Potter and other books, this is really kind of cool news. She is releasing, starting today, which is the 26th, a new book that she wrote, The Ichabod. And it's a read-out-loud book that's geared towards seven- to nine-year-olds to read themselves. She's going to post chapters every weekday between today and July 10th on the Ichabog website. Ichabog? Yeah. Okay. Um, and what it is, it's a story about the truths and the abuse of power geared to seven- to nine-year-olds. Um, and the idea came to her a long time ago. The themes are timeless, but she's going to release it a chapter a day and what people, all the money from this, it's going to be free, but anything from merchandising or anything else, she's putting it all towards COVID help. So she's, yeah. you know, she's using her art for art's sake. That J.K. Rowling. Um, let's see. So I think that's 34, 34 different installments. Okay. So I saw some kind of funny things about social distancing so one of them was like the whopper um burger king is making you know how burger king makes the crowns mm-hmm. you know you're always a king at burger king they've got a social distancing crown that kind of just goes straight across and goes <laughs> on your head like a stick it's very funny um and um other social distancing things i've seen i think people the mass thing is the just the way to go and i was in wisconsin this weekend were they wearing them because um, there aren't any guidelines in Wisconsin. There aren't any it's guidelines at all. all. I went to look for an attachment that I needed to be able to play my music. Mm-hmm. It, to two stores, one store, there were two of us wearing it and uh, not, no one else. But they had all the plastic and plexiglass and the wipes and everything. And the other store, no one. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just a whatever whatever goes right now over there. Um, but... Um, I don't know where I'm going with that. They just are saying masks are the way to go, people. Just please wear your masks. Yeah, I and don't know how it's gotten so political. I don't know. And then there's so many cute ones out there, There's too. so many cute so ones. So if you want to make it fashionable mm-hmm. or you want to make it funny, you want to do all sorts of weird things, just embrace yeah. Yeah. it as a statement, yeah. a fashion yeah. statement. And just always have it with you and yeah. just do it. I mean, I am not wearing a mask when I'm going with Casey on our walks. Nor are you supposed to. In L.A. County, you are required to. In Minnesota, you are not. Yeah, I mean... And you're not going into heavy... We're outside. Right, we're and outside you're not in narrow paths where people are passing each other. If we see someone a block away, either they walk to the other side of the street or we do. 100%. I mean... I mean, we, Holly, do you wear one when you bike? No, not no. when I bike or when I'm walking necessarily, because I'm not walking when it's particularly busy. Right. But, but when you go inside a place... You have yes. to. Yeah, you just... Then, you, then, then you wear one. That's, yeah. that's the thing. All right, now, for all, those of us who are driving... There is a thing about the best way to get out of a speeding ticket. Have you, Lori, have you gotten, you have driven seven miles since this all started, so you're really bad. (laughs) But in general, can you even think of the last time you were ever even pulled over to have a speeding ticket? How many years ago that was? Uh, It's been... It's been years. It's been years. I remember remember where you got pulled over. You were coming back from Hinkley or Duluth Mm -hmm. or Ely. I was coming back from Duluth. Yeah, and you got pulled over by Black Bear... 
Yeah. Casino. Yeah. I vividly remember what yeah. happened to you, and I remember... And I didn't care. I just started bursting into tears, and I just told the cop, I'm I'm married to somebody crazy. I'm trying to get away from him. I don't care if you give me a ticket. My life is hell, hell. and it doesn't matter. It won't ruin me any more than I already am. Than no. I already am. And he's like, are, oh, are, you know, he was very nice, and he told me to slow down, and... I'm sorry. He was real nice. Mm-hmm. The highway patrol. And yeah. I didn't get a ticket, but I seriously didn't care. Right. I understand. I completely I understand. Completely like, cried what else? Not to get out of the ticket, right. but just because I was just like, oh, yeah. Just what else? Yeah. This, of course. Holly, have you been pulled over for tickets? Uh, not for speeding, mm-hmm. but in Burbank, I got a ticket for using my cell phone. Oh, while oh, driving right. like a decade ago. Wow. So they had they've it. Had really, it. They've, had it, they've for- had it forever, man. I had to go to court and do all this stuff. Okay. And it was just like, I mean, it was just kind of like, well, what am I going to do? Right. Was you it because you'd moved from here to out there and you didn't, you'd kind know of forgotten? about it? Because no. you forget, Joyelle, the time when we're in L.A. No, I'm like, oh, you can't use your phone. No, the, no hands law has been on the books there for a long, long time. time. And so you do the, forget. The one time I had to pick up a call for work, I was like, oh, it's the tile guy. And then and I'm like, yep. well, there, there I am. There you are. There I am. Well, well, people are speeding like crazy. I was on the freeway because oh, yeah. I saw a girlfriend who lives in Vadness Heights. And I mean, they were speeding on the shoulders. I oh, saw cars going like no. ninety miles an hour. It was crazy. I Guys. did, Lori. I've seen crazy things. I have seen crazy things. Shoulder stuff. Yes. I don't get that at all. I don't get that at all. All right. So, anywho, here's here's the research from okay. all of everybody. The best way to get out of speeding ticket. The excuse are is the usual excuses. I didn't realize I was speeding. I'm late for work. I have a medical emergency. When I was in Florida, just maybe a year ago, I said I have to go to the bathroom, and I did. I thought I was going to wet my pants. Mm-hmm. Didn't matter. Stopped me and kept me longer. I think. <laughs> um, didn't see the speed limit signs. Another one. Um, I was keeping up with every. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We are all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart. Protein Plus and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Everybody else, but here's the one is the best strategy. You don't lie and just be honest and ask them if they'll give you a warning instead of a ticket. I'm really sorry. Yeah. You know, so there, there's that. Yeah. Um, 
And um, if you really... Try and be like an older person and say your mom is going to kill you. <laughs> oh, gosh, guys. My oh, mom is going to be in so, so much trouble. You look like a mom. <laughs> right. Yes. Oh, gosh. Okay, so um, here's here's a new study out. And there's been, you know, there are a lot of positive studies about the antibodies, about the vaccines. There's so many different ones going on right now. There's something happening starting on humans in Australia this week. So people are working on positive things. I want to just say that about the COVID. Um, Here is what they're finding, though, is that COVID patients are not infectious at 11 days after getting sick. So this could mean people could be released from the hospital earlier than they were instead of the 14-day protocol. Researchers have found the infectious periods begin about two days before symptoms appear and last seven to 10 days. 11 days after the virus no longer, it, it can't spread. It's the, it's 11-day run instead of 14, for whatever that's worth, if anyone is uh, thinking about that. Ben & Jerry's has teamed up with Nike to create a new tennis shoe that looks like a chunky donkey. It's called, it's it looks like donkey. chunky monkey ice cream oh. and then with a Nike swish and swirl. Oh, these are really cool looking. They are, but they're expensive. Yeah, there's a place, CalSurf, here in Minneapolis. You had to get on a waiting list to get the chunky donkeys. Yes. And too bad if you missed out. Oh, much. There were 100 bucks in the store. Now they're selling for more than 1300 on the resale market. Yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. What's it called? CalSurf? Oh, CalSurf. Cal Cal surf. surf. I mean, it would be, you know, there is the cow thing on the chunky donkey. Yeah, right. (laughs) Cal surf. Is that right on um, Hennepin? Yes. I know that store. Mm -hmm. That's been there forever. Yeah. Okay, so this is kind of cute. You know how we talked about they had an inflatable um, uh, dinosaur races somewhere in like Wyoming or something. Everyone put on these inflatable, an annual inflatable dinosaur run. People are now doing this to visit their loved ones in nursing homes. So they put on an inflatable outfit, like an um, a dinosaur or a T-Rex. Those are the same thing. Or a hippo ballerina. And they're able to go and give their loved ones a hug. Their, completely... their faces are not exposed and they're completely, it's just human touch. And I think that's kind of a sweet story. And I'll never forget when Barney was hired for my... Um, my son's second birthday and his nephew. And we'd always have joint birthdays because they were born right by each other. And when Barney showed up, did they lose their mind? Oh, my kid died, loved it. And then the other one, it was just like, traumatized. (laughs) And then I'm thinking of my brother who dressed up as Mickey mouse. Remember when Casey was the cheap version? Oh, you weren't around. He was the cheap version of Mickey mouse. (laughs) The kids are like, who are you? Hey, you dad. Is that? I Dad? Dad? Mickey? Dad? It's kind of funny. Anyway, we'll be back. Hi. Uh, we don't have any terrifying mascots to talk about in my talk traffic because there is no traffic right now. Everything's cleared off of the system. So why don't we move right along to your five eyewitness news weather forecast? Uh, we're going to have some afternoon storms into this evening. Some could be strong. Some could actually be severe. So be on the lookout for that low 64 tonight. Wednesday morning clouds, afternoon sun, about a 20% chance of rain with a high of 81. Right now at the MyTalk studios, it's 83 and partly cloudy. Here we got a we got a, cute, a really great print story. Yes, I know. All right, so Channel Five, um, our very own KSTP, um, Joe Matt Mazen, I think is the name of the reporter. Mm-hmm. He um, 
they're doing celebrating Minnesota kind of things. They did a story last week on the sign, the first National Bank sign from downtown St. Paul and tells you the history and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so today they did this story on um, Henderson, Minnesota, and you're going to find out why it's important. All right. Every year, visitors travel to the small town of Henderson from every corner of the world to buy a piece of their past. Stained glass, we do necklaces, earrings, um, and everything purple. It's all because of one visitor. Prince fans are just unbelievable. Who rode into town nearly four decades ago. The fact that he actually rode his motorcycle here and everything else is huge. Prince filmed the scene for the movie Purple Rain along the Minnesota River in Henderson. You have to purify yourself in the waters of Lake Minnetonka. That ain't Lake Minnetonka. Sometimes they'll come back dripping wet because they actually jumped into the Minnesota River, which is crazy. And that, that, is, that is one of the celebrations that they do have in Henderson. Sauerkraut days, the classic car, and then the Prince celebration, and a hummingbird hurrah. How, I, how Minnesotan could that be? It, I actually <laughs> say him again, Laurie. Okay, Sour- sauerkraut uh-huh. days, Prince celebration, the Henderson classic car, and the hummingbird hurrah. Right. Oh. And it's in Sibley County. Yeah. I, it's, I'm not it's sure south, where it I is. feel like. Yeah, yeah southwest. Okay, okay, so here is now the guy who kind of heads up the Prince part of it. Okay. We did the Prince bench and the mural. Now we have fans all over the world coming here. A few years ago, Joel started a nonprofit to keep Prince's legacy alive. He helped build this memorial to bring fans to town. Australia, UK, Germany, Hong Kong, because of this in Henderson, now we are on the world map. Now the town is adding to its Prince Pasts. In the first week in June, they plan to unveil the purple one in bronze. This picture shows the life-size statue of Prince, which will be added to the memorial. It stands five foot seven, including heels and hair. Minnesota company Broden Studios created the statue. The nonprofit raised $40,000 to have it built. The fans wanted it. I don't think Henderson has ever had a bronze statue in town. I am very excited to see it. I think that will bring even more people to Henderson. I had no I, idea that's right. where. I thought it was filmed out like at actually Lake Minnetonka. Right. And you guys? I Yeah, I did too. But I remember him saying that wasn't Lake Minnetonka and I thought he's always just kidding. Right. In the movie. Okay, so the so they're having this bronze um statue, you know, that is going to have its premiere debut on in June and it's made by this company called Broden Studios. Mm-hmm. And Broden Studios was created in 1978 and it was founded by Cops for cops, firefighters for firefighters, and it's two brothers. One was a cop and one was an artist. And they um, make all these bronze statues. You've seen them, um, like if you are, you know, um, they have do military things. They've done the Herb Brooks thing, downtown mm-hmm. St. Paul. I bet they've done the things at the Twin Stadium, the bronze yeah, statues and stuff. Carl yeah, Griffith and some other people. Yeah, in, so in anyway... Rome. Yeah, the town raised $40,000 for this Prince I know. statue. That's so they cool. get a ton of 
tourists because, and they've got this beautiful mural yeah. of Prince standing in front of, I didn't know it, that he had a classic red Thunderbird car with a white stripe on it, but it's a really nice mural on the bench. It's kind of, it's just a cute story. Uh, well, that is. So that could be a day trip. Well, we uh, we haven't had a little story from Far Out Magazine that they're just looking at, you know, they're just perusing back at old you know, gossipy stories in the, cause there are no concerts for anybody to, right. you know, yes. cover or anything like this. So, uh, they revisited the time in 1981 when Prince had just released, um, his second album and Mick Jagger personally invited Prince to open up for the Rolling Stones for two shows in LA in October of 1981. George Thorogood and the Jay Giles band. Um, oh my gosh, that is like a musical flashback. <laughs> we're also on the ticket. And uh, anyway, uh, for the first concert, um, October 9th, 1981, Prince is joined by the band that was soon to be named The Revolution. And even though Prince knew the crowd was kind of rowdy, he tried to play some of his more rock material, like he played Bambi and he played When You Were Mine. But uh, people were throwing. They I didn't mean, like them. They hate, they couldn't stand it. The verbal abuse went then to bottles and anything else in their vicinity. Um, Prince later, they recalled, uh, Mark, Brown Mark recalled, the next thing I noticed, food was flying through the air like a dark thundercloud. Imagine th- 94,000 people throwing food at each other. It was the craziest thing I'd seen in my life. I got hit in the shoulder with a bag of fried chicken Then my guitar got knocked out of tune by a large grapefruit that hit the tuning keys. And promoter Bill Graham then came out on the stage to try and calm people down. No avail. Prince and his band stopped the set partway through their fourth song, which was Uptown, because they were being booed so loudly. And Prince was so upset uh, about how the crowd treated him that when he left the stage, he said he would not be back in two days for the second show. And he was... He flew back to Minnesota. Mick Jagger worked his magic. Prince did return for that second show. And Mick Jagger recalled in 1983 what he said to Prince that convinced him to give it another shot. I talked to Prince on the phone after he got the two cans thrown at him in L.A. He said he didn't want to do any more shows. And I said, listen, I got thousands of bottles and cans <laughs> thrown at me. Every kind of debris. I told him, if you get to be a really big headliner, you have to be prepared for people to throw bottles at you in the night. Prince returned. He was booed during the second show, but he had come to terms with the idea that... um, People throw crap at you. Yeah, that people were not willing to give his music a chance because of his choice of an outfit. That's right. And um, What did he wear, Lori? Well, I don't know what he wore to that one, but I know what he wore on the cover of that album, and it was... uh, Was it Chaps? He basically wore underwear and a raincoat and maybe maybe thigh-high boots and a bandana around his neck. He looked sexy as hell. Mm-hmm. But anyway, he told the he described the crowd later as tasteless and music and mentally not all there. But he that's used a different word. <laughs> that's hysterical. But I love the detail of someone threw a grapefruit. Now that would only happen at an LA concert. Yeah. Now this guy, one one guy who commented on Faro Magazine site. He said, I was at that show. The crowd closest to the stage was made up almost entirely of drunk bikers. Those idiots oh. weren't going to like Prince no matter what he played. Then another guy was 
said I was there. We tried to like his music, but it was a total failure. He came out with panties on and a see-through top. At one point, he bent over and was shaking his butt at us. It did not go over well. And then people were like, God, thank you for telling us this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Anyway, I saw the Stones in 1981 at the uh, Civic Center. Oh. And it was... um, Who's Mississippi Shakedown band here? Lamont Um, Cranston opened. Because the Stones had people, different people open for them that had kind of like a... They just tried to give people breaks. And Lamont Cranston opened there. I think they played two or three nights here at the Kind of like Center. what Bon Jovi did. Yeah. Just yeah. give give the local bands a break. Yeah. Now, yeah. Wide Prince, you know, Warner Brothers, maybe Rolling Stones were with They Ro- put them together with them? Put them together. Mm-hmm. But it was the Stones that asked uh, Prince. And maybe they'd heard the album. Maybe they right. liked-, liked his sound. Yeah. It's like the time that Jimi Hendrix opened for the Monkees. Oh. And everyone... Did not like Jimi Hendrix, and then they screamed on stage, Foxy Davy. Oh, Foxy Davy. <laughs> They're like, get Jimmy off the stage. But you know, yeah, oh, the band's being a little bit more progressive and had the thought to put these acts open for them. Right. You know, like Prince and the Stones. They're probably like, Prince is really good and he's yeah. got something here. Right. Give this kid a shot. No kidding. I would have I would have given anything to see him in a mesh see-through shirt and 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 some silky panties. Oh, no kidding. Just okay, here's a little thing that we got from um, Marty. She wants us to know that Henderson is just off 169. Okay. South of Bell Plain in Jordan, north of St. Peter's. She, I know where You know where it is. She mm-hmm. believes Bill Gates has visited Henderson because of the project-based uh, learning high school there, which is has an innovative curriculum. Mm-hmm. And um, let's see, what else did she say? Very cool. A few other schools <laughs> like it. It's a great area. That's, Whatever. I've been there on my motorcycle. Of course you we have. used to go down through 169 to Belle Plaine. There's a lot of good little... Is that by St... And that's by St. Peter? That's what they say? I, I don't know. know my map in that area. I do know go to Henderson, and then you could go to Chan Casta Vineyard yes. for a little afternoon pizza and a glass of wine. Oh, is that where that is? Down yes, it is. And St. Peter, yes. That's what we're going to have to do, is just go day to these trips. little towns. We little are. day trips. RV sales are way up. Campers, I mean, you're just gonna do a lot of. You can't buy a bicycle. You can't buy a bike. No, I know. I wish I would have bought. I just CBS Sunday morning had had a had a cute story, and they said, you know, now people aren't even like guys. The bike only comes in pink. Fine, I'll take it in pink. And it used to be that guys would never buy a pink bike or a purple bike. It had to be a manly color, right? Blue or black. They don't even care now. Holly got a new one recently. Yeah, Donnie bought one. Yeah, I but, bought mine like a month ago at least. Yep. But I'd wanted to do it for years. Yeah. And so it was finally, it was like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it before summer because I want to start riding my bike to work. Good thing you did it because you might have a hard time getting the bike you want right now. Yeah, I think, you know, Julia, I think that you said that any bikes under $1,000 is just really hard to find. Well, that's what I've read. I mm-hmm. might have to do some checking on my own, but I do well, they wanna, said the used I, bike business is way, is up, way yep. up. And um, what the hell else are we going to do? Yeah, bike in circles, <laughs> right? And just keep Seriously. going <laughs> with a mask on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Listen, we're going to go because it's time to Hollywood speak. This actor reveals the one line that was agony for him to keep secret. Oh, what are you trying to say, Hollywood? 
is the meaning of this? Okay, Julia, we've heard from Deep Throat. She said, COVID or no COVID, I've been keeping up. Ghislaine Maxwell is in the Virgin Islands suing Epstein's estate, quote unquote, for legal fees. Mm, okay, okay. What do we make of that? Does she think she's the lawsuits are going to be coming when Filthy yep. Rich airs? I think so, among other yep. things. You know, the one thing that I'm concerned about Filthy Rich is that it's based off of the book written by James Patterson, the author. Mm-hmm. And he has some relationships with some people who had relationships with Jeffrey Epstein. So I'm just concerned about what we're actually going to learn. Yeah. In like this. How, like how in-depth or how explosive Filthy Rich is actually going to be. I guess we're going to have to watch and find out. Yeah. I'm going to watch. Are Me you too. watching, Holly? Yeah. yeah. All right, you two do that one. Yeah. I'm, I'm taking I, a break. I, I I have to. I've just been too. It's just been so incredible to me what that guy got away with. Right. It's just like one of the biggest stories of our time. I probably will watch it. It's start tomorrow night on Netflix, and then it's a four part thing. I am not going to be tr- triggered uh, sure. by this because I didn't have any of this kind of stuff happening to me. I can certainly see why people who have had. You know, sexual, sexual abuse assault. or trauma yes. or assault. Like this would be not something that you'd want to watch. Not. Yeah. Mm-mm. Okay. So here's um, here's Hollywood speak. I watch the trailer, and Carrie Underwood and Mike Fisher are kind are part of like this reality show called God and Country. Okay. Okay. And um, let's just say that. In the category of lockdown breakups, I wouldn't be surprised if Carrie Underwood and this uh, Mike Fisher. Are, are we talking about her hockey player husband? Yeah. I still think there's something up with them from the night when she, quote unquote, fell, fell. and got some, had something happen to her face. I watched the trailer. Don't you think so, Holly? Okay, yeah. Lori, tell me you watched, I watched the, trailer. the trailer. Here's where my spidey sense is tingling. Oh. On Saturday... <laughs> that makes your tingly part. Okay, on Saturday, Carrie Underwood posts a bikini photo. Okay. Which she doesn't do. No, she doesn't do that at all. Okay, she posts that. And when women who don't typically do things like that, then the spidey senses tingle. And mm-hmm. then I watched the trailer, and I will say that Mike is... pretty and dim. He seems like a dimwit, like a like a himbo. himbo. Oh, he does. Oh my gosh, he he <laughs> he. Maybe it's because he's got a face that doesn't look real, but he looks he's beautiful. He's pretty and dimwitted, and she just said, "Oh yeah, we just differ so drastically." I mean, they've been together for a long yeah, time. Yeah, they have. Since they just they got married in 2010, right? And remember, she had like a, they had a baby, and then she had like five miscarriages yeah. or something outrageous, and then they just had another one like a year and a half ago. <sighs> What do you read about their body language in this trailer? They don't like each other. Oh. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. They seem like like her manager said to her, you can't get divorced right now. You know, she would have liked to have broken up like last year, but she had the Cry Pretty album, album and tour that was right. coming out and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. He seems super annoying and he'd be super annoying you know, to be on lockdown. You think with. so? Yeah, but they've got the two kids. And yes. Anyway, they they will be a lockdown breakup that I won't be surprised about. But anyway, I just thought, 
Yeah, she said we differed drastically and I never wanted kids. And it just feels like a weird thing then for them to be doing kind of a reality kind of look at. I don't know. Spidey senses are tingling. Okay, so I I know that this is going to be a big, um, big right hand turn Mm -hmm. to the wimbles of my mind. But the only thing I'm thinking about is why would people who make that kind of money ever do any reality show? And I mean, I, it isn't really a reality show to speak, but they are letting cameras in on their life and talking about personal things. Why? It's I know, exactly. Is this what the counselor told them to do? Maybe be more vulnerable, and the best way to do it is to have other people in your house. Listen, I'm, I'm, on, I'm halfway through that Jessica Simpson book, Open Book. Yeah. And I'm listening to it, mm-hmm. and um, she talks about her and Nick Lachey's experience when they were doing their reality show, which I know you watched. Oh, I love that show. Um, what was it called again? Newlyweds. Newlyweds. That's right. And she's talking about how you don't have a second of free time when yeah. you let these people well, in on your is, life. They're being used to get the message out about Jesus, is what this thing is, because it's called God and Country, sure. and it's a on this platform for Christian evangelicals. Okay. So I do feel like it's something that it's, they're trying to save what's left of their marriage. So it isn't technically a reality show in that way, but they're letting cameras in and confessing things about their life. And then she does the bikini photo and I don't know. Well, the bikini photo doesn't fit with Carrie Underwood because that is a look at me. Yeah. And that doesn't seem like who she ever has been. I'm just saying, I don't know. Who can say? Who can say? But I say I think something is fishy with the All whole right. thing. Okay, um, Andre Leon Talley. Here's just a tidbit. No pun intended. The Chiffon Trenches is the name of the book coming out in August. No, it's out. Oh, it's it out. out. Oh, oops. He said Carl Lagerfeld always traveled with a Goyard suitcase. Do you guys know what that is, Holly? Yes, it's the. It, you would recognize it. It has like kind of almost like the little V shapes, and it's colored. They're very fancy, mm-hmm. like a Louis Vuitton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what a lot of people think yes. they are Louis Vuitton, yes. and they're hard. Yes, a, a hard case, and they have train case, the, the old trunk. fashioned steamer trunk. Yeah, but they've got the yes. little one. So here's Karl Lagerfeld. Always traveled with his Goyard suitcase full of his favorite bread. And then wherever he would, we would go, he would chew the bread, savoring every bite, and then spit it out in his napkin. Oh, oh my gosh. Is this a... Is an this eating an, disorder? Is, it, is this a known way not to... Uh, when you would, if you had an eating disorder and you still wanted to taste food but not swallow food, yeah. but you still wanted to experience it, you'd put it in your mouth and chew it and spit it out in your napkin. Okay. I believe that's been uh, tried... A tried thing by people, and yeah, okay. that's a, a time sex, or two. A Sex in the City episode. Yes, remember when Miranda's boyfriend? Yes, he comes back, her ex boyfriend, and then he's lost a bunch of weight, and they go out to a steakhouse, and, and then he shows her the technique. Yeah, the chew and spit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, gross! But oh. I, I think that's funny that he would travel with it in the steamer trunks. I mean. Can you see the breads and breads and breads um, that would be in it? Right. And I just, it's just leading me to Bradley. Our own Bradley from Bradley and Colleen is on a bread kick right now. What does that mean? He's eating bread? No, or he's, not he made bread? bagels. He made the sourdough bread last week. Oh my gosh. Isn't he, he Holly? He's, he's a making, fool for yeast. No, he, he's <laughs> what did you just call it? He's a fool for yeast. <laughs> 
Oh, that's a good name for an autobiography. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and everyone's been on the hot sourdough bread kick and stuff. I just haven't. It's so much work. It's, I know, Lori. My goodness. Okay. I know. What do you make of Ben Affleck and his favorite paparazzi stroller? Uh, they walked with all the kids this weekend. Oh, he wants them to get to know her, quote unquote. As someone in love would. Mm-hmm. He's crazy for her. He dyed his beard. <laughs> He's died. He got a hold of, he's been to a drugstore and got a hold of some um, stuff and realizes when you're dating a 32-year-old, you need to clean up the gray. Oh, oh. Did you see that, Ollie? Mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't notice until just now. He did. I think he's a handsome guy. I like him. And they're using the same photo agency that they contacted when they were in Costa Rica and Cuba. Okay. Yeah. So so they're they're, staying consistent. They're staying consistent. Her best friend is the photographer. Right. And, um... They, they've, uh, the thing that I do think about is I consider how open Ben and Anna have been about their relationship and being out together and how much regret he's expressed over the years about making his romance with Jennifer Lopez so public. Here he's involved with another celebrity who seems to like the spotlight and he's, he seems like he's stuck in a pattern here. So I don't know. We remember what happened next. Well, he's bored. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't want to do a podcast like every other actor is doing right now. <laughs> he doesn't want to come up with the content. Right. He doesn't want to pretend talk to people. Right. And um, if it makes her happy to take pictures and do a little stroll, why not? And who was Khloe Kardashian trying to fool with her Photoshop face this weekend? She... <laughs> what was she doing, Holly? That is just so weird. Oh, yeah, half her necklace was photoshopped off, and her whole jaw was realigned. Yeah, didn't even. I she was had a just busy like, weekend. Her mom must have really been. Khloe, do something. The Tristan <laughs> storyline isn't working. Oh. But I wonder if she did. She. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays, and Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy Five or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Right now, get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton Shred. Accessories like non-slip grip resistance bands, a heart rate monitor, yoga blocks, and more. Take your workout to the next level with Peloton, motivation that moves you. Hurry, this limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access memberships separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.